The following is a King's Chapel, Alaska presentation with Pastor Daniel Bracken. Our passions making disciples of Jesus Christ who fulfill God's call and help us be the personal, powerful, permeating church God's called us to be. For more information, visit kcalaska.com or find us on Facebook. Here's Pastor Daniel. Come on, somebody say amen. Our children are going to be heading upstairs if they haven't gone already. God bless you. Remain standing and take your Bibles and turn to the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 3. We've been talking about obliterating our idols, and I concluded that last week. And I thought, as I prayed, felt the Lord speak to me about what to preach to you tonight and the title of the message is the blessings of Abraham are yours Pastor Vince and I didn't talk I thought he was going to preach my message but he saved me just a few morsels to bring to you come on say it say the blessings of Abraham are mine okay look at your neighbors say the blessings of Abraham are yours Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Let's get into the Word of God tonight. Are you ready? New King James Version. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, as it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of of the Holy Spirit through faith. <laughs> Glory to God. God, come and mess us up with truth. Have your will, have your way. May we never be the same ever again. If you have the freedom again to pray in the Spirit, go right ahead. Prepare your heart. Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. You may be seated. When I came to Christ, I was broken. When I came to Christ, I was defeated. When I came to Christ, I was depressed. I was filled with anxiety. I was cursed from one side to the other and had been absolutely pulled through a knothole. I didn't have hardly anything, and even my health was deteriorating, but I still had a heartbeat. Jesus came into my life, and he set me free. Jesus came into my life as I repented, and I prayed, and had others come around me, and people helped me grow in Christ. And I learned to appropriate the blessings. I learned to walk in the freedom that's purchased by Jesus and he broke every curse off my life. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, does anybody know what I'm talking about? He broke every curse off my life. There's not one that remains. There's not one curse that remains. I'm free. I'm changed. I'm loosed. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed going in. I'm blessed going out. When I pray, God answers. I walk in with Jesus. Come on. I got sunshine on a cloudy day. <laughs> when it's cold outside, I got the month of May. Come on. I guess you said what can make me feel this way. My God, talking about my God. 
Jesus will set you free. Colossians chapter 2. I'm going to have to get a preaching microphone. I'm getting rid of this cute teaching. chapter 2 and verse 14 says this in the NIV. Having canceled the written code with its regulations that's against us, that stood opposed to us, he took it away, nailed it to the cross. Come on, somebody say he nailed it. He nailed, yeah, he did. He nailed every curse, every bondage. He took care of it. But many today are in a prison, but the truth is the doors are, they're unlocked, but they think they're locked. They're, they're still behind prison doors. Those the prison doors have been flown open and they're sitting in there hoping one day that they'd be rescued. Well, Jesus has already done it for you. Because of what Christ has done, we as Gentiles, now I say we as Gentiles, because most of us are Gentiles, there are some Jews here who've believed upon Jesus as Messiah. So most of us being Gentiles, some Jews having received Jesus as Messiah, but we as Gentiles can receive the covenant blessing of Abraham. He redeemed us in order that the blessings of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham would come upon us. Well, that's interesting. What is the blessing of Abraham? Christ redeemed us. Come on, how many of you, where you, you, maybe where you came from, you had like a little a nickel redemption code for a bottle or a can? So you can take a tin can, an aluminum can, and trade it in and get five cents. What's the redemption value of the aluminum can is five cents. Christ redeemed you. You know what? Your redemption, you're more than five cents. You're more than 10 cents. You know what it could, took to purchase you back, to break you out of the curse? You know what it took? It took God himself, his one and only son, to die on a cross for you, rise again from the grave for you. And as you believed in him, then you become redeemed. You have to receive it. Can you say yes? yes. What is the blessing of Abraham? I mean, it says right there, the blessing of Abraham, in order that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. So I think we ought to know that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit through faith. Let's talk about what are the blessings of it. What is the blessing? It's no S on the end. The blessing of Abraham. Well, let's look at this. The first thing is that God blessed Abraham in all things. Now, I've studied Hebrew, I've studied Greek, and um, Hebrew, Hebrew and Greek, it means the same, it means all. When, when God blessed Abraham, he blessed him in all things. That means everything, every single thing, his health, his finances, his home, his, his, his Sarah, come on, he blessed everything, his herds, his flocks, his tent, he blessed everything. And when you get the blessing of Abraham, he'll bless you in all things. Genesis 24, 1 says, Abraham was now old and well advanced in years, and the Lord had blessed him in every way. So the first thing, what is the blessing of Abraham? It's the blessing that God blessed him in all things. Come on, someone say, I'm blessed in all things. And immediately I can almost hear in the spirit something like, yeah, well, my husband ain't so such a blessing. Well, you can start having an argument against that, but the truth is that God wants to bless you in all Amen. things. 
The second way or the second definition of the blessing of Abraham, God blessed Abraham with long life and health. Genesis 25 and verse 7, altogether Abraham lived 175 years. Then Abram breathed his last and died a good old age, an old man full of years. Another version says satiated. Completely saturated, satiated, full. Like, in other words, you can't get one more drop of blessing in him. He had it, he had it full to the full. Long life and health. The New Living Translation of that same verse, Genesis 25 and verse 7, Abraham lived 175 years. He died at a ripe old age. Having lived a long life and satisfying life, breathed his last and went with his ancestors. Wow. Amplified version says the days of Abraham's life were 175 years. Abraham's spirit was released and he died at a good, ample, full old age. An old man, satisfied and satiated and was gathered to his people. The blessing of Abraham is that God blessed Abraham in all things. Secondly, he blessed him with long life and health. Guess what God has for you? Long life, health. Come on, somebody say the blessings are mine. Thirdly, God gave Abraham the covenant blessings he promised to Israel through Moses. Now you'll see this in Deuteronomy 28. And it would be worth turning there, please. Going to look at a few verses here. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. I told a couple I was going to be talking about them. Now you know I am. You're blessed. Come on, somebody say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Verse 1, Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all of his commands, commandments, which I give you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. I'm just saying one of the problems the U.S. is having, we used to be high above all the nations of the earth. One of the problems is that we've turned from the Lord. But I believe that we're going to be a great turning back to him. We call it revival. If you turn to the Lord as, as Abraham did, you know, when he came from a long line of idol makers, come on, you might have come from, I don't know where you came from, but it doesn't matter. If you turn to God, He'll bless you in all things. He'll bless you with long life and health. He'll bless you with elevation. He'll set you high above the nations of the earth. Listen, I know believers, they get promoted before other people when they're living right with God. You say all the time? Yeah, pretty much all the time. Sometimes it takes a little while. I mean, we're not God. He knows how to elevate. He knows how to bless. He knows when to release it to you or when to, come on, he's training you. But the blessing of Abraham is a blessing of elevation. Can you say amen? Amen. Verse 13 of Deuteronomy 28. Let's read it. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. Don't, don't Don't raise your hand. But I mean, how many of you want to be the tail? There's another way to say that. Yeah. I hope you don't want to be that. Some of you have been that. You need to be delivered. He wants to make you the head now. Everybody say, I'm not a tail. (laughs) Instead of being a victim, you can be a victor. You know, the victim mentality just doesn't even fit in scripture. It's not there. 
whining, crying, begging, crying, pointing the finger at somebody else. I, I'm just, you know, you, there's got to come a time in your life when you just say, you know something? I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand on God's word and I'm going to see my life change. I'm going to stand on this. God's going to come and change my life. When you get an attitude like that and you set your face like that, you get purpose like that, then you move out of being a victim and you become a victor. Can you say Amen. amen. Something the Lord spoke to me as I was preparing this was that your external reality reflects your internal, pardon me, your, your external circumstances reflects your internal reality. So let me say that a different way. Pay close attention. Come on, bump your neighbor, wake him up. Okay, what's going on on the inside, your internal reality, your thoughts, as a man thinks, so he is. What's going on on the inside? will become your external circumstances. Israel and Israel wandered in their heart, so they wandered in the wilderness. Talks about that in Hebrews. Come on, somebody say, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. The blessing of Abraham, look at two. Blessed wherever you are and wherever you go. I'm blessed in the city. Well, I'm blessed in the field. Anybody else? I'm blessed when I come, when I go. It's a blessing. See, some of you don't believe it. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm defining what is the blessing of Abraham. I'm defining it for you. Then you're going to learn how to get it. We're not just going to define it. I'm not just going to teach it to you. Going to teach it to you. And then you need to learn to grab that and how to appropriate it and live in the blessing of Abraham. There is not one reason anybody here should be busted, disgusted, depressed, or addicted, afflicted, or sick, or lame. That there's not, there's not one reason. Now listen, you might be moving through a process. Come on, he trains my, trained my hands for war. I answered, I can't, I still answer altar calls every chance I get. I'd answer my own if I wasn't giving them. I don't mean for salvation. When you receive Jesus, you've received Jesus. And you need a foot washing sometimes, many times maybe, a day. But you, you know, I laid hands on a brother and said, I just want to get touched by the Spirit. I leak. No kidding. We all leak. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and tell him you leak. leak. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, there were times I get so touched by the Holy Spirit. And by the time I was in my car and driving away, I was already in a fit of rage. I'm like, Jesus, help me. I just want to go back and they have another service. I'd go to the morning service. Have a little coffee. And then come back, and because I leaked out already. I needed to catch the second morning service. Come on, Pastor Karen, give me an amen. You're blessed wherever you are, whatever you do. Pastor Vince and I, we went on our day off on Monday. We headed down to the river of the Canine to go get the rest of our dip net fish because we, you know, we just didn't get them all. We clipped all our fins, by the way. Each and every one, glory to God, before they were concealed or left the fishing ground. <laughs> it's an inside joke. So, we're, we're, we, we come into the, the crest of the Kenai and we're standing there, these two mighty fishers. You know, there you go. 
ebony and ivory. All right, so we, so we show up. We show up and we got our nets and, and uh, there were some other folks here. We, the conversation you and I had, we looked and we thought, I'm looking. And are you looking down the, down the shoreline and you're looking for, anybody ever go dip netting? You're looking for like where the, there's some people move in. And, and so we're like, Lord, where do you want us to go? Lord, where's the spot? And Pastor Vince, you said the most profound things, absolutely true. He said, doesn't matter because wherever we go, the fish are going to be. I said, you're totally right. Let's go. Just walk to the closest location. Guess what? We limit it out. Come on, Jesus. Hey, praise God. It took us 75 hours, but we limited it out. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Prosperity. Everybody say prosperity. Back to Deuteronomy 28, verse 4. Blessed will be the fruit of your body and the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. It's talking about prosperity. The blessing of Abraham includes all of these things. Come on, somebody say, I'm blessed. Yes. Verse 5, your, your, your basket. Bless show your basket and your kneading bowl. On my mind. Verse 8, let me read this. I think it's in the New International Version. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he's giving you. Verse 11, the Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, crops of the ground, in the land he swore to your forefathers. You give verse 12. The Lord will open the heavens. These are the blessings of God. Some of you so mumble and grumble and complain. Wring your hands and go, oh God. Listen, if you just line your mouth up with what the truth is. And begin to declare it. Begin to proclaim it. And when somebody, st- when something comes and mocks you to say that you're not blessed. Backhand that thing in Jesus name. And begin to stand on the truth. Until you see it come to pass. Make the word of God your reality. Meditate on it. When it shows up, just go, I'm too blessed to be stressed. So I ain't going to be doing that. I'm not going to stress out. I'm blessed. Come on, somebody say, I'm blessed. blessed. Too blessed to be stressed. Come on, try that out. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm not going to worry about it. God's in control. Now, if you're not living for God, you might as well just put a bullseye on your forehead and wait for impact. The blessings are conditional. They're not just going to, you know, you just came, you just happened to walk into church today. So you just, you know, somebody sprinkle some water on you or something. They're conditional. The next one is victory. Verse 7, the Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. Anybody got any enemies? Don't raise your hand. The Billites. They'll come at you from one direction, but they will flee from you in seven. So a little, little math, little math. Chris, you help me out just in case I mess it up. If they come in one way, they flee. They come in two ways. Bam. Three ways. Four. That's Godomatics. That's what that is. It's not mathematics. Godomatics. One can put a thousand in flight. Two can put Godomatics. He knows how to do it. He knows how to multiply. He knows how to give victory. Look at D in your notes. God bless Abram, 
Abraham with relationship with him. Genesis 15, 1. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield and your very great reward. Wow. Relationship. Listen, the greatest thing you have is a relationship with God. Make sure you don't cut it off. God blessed Abraham by making him a source of blessing. Genesis 12, verse 2. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you. I'll make your name great. And you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. Whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the people on the earth will be blessed through you. Do you know that your employer will be blessed because you work for them? Do you know that your neighborhood will be blessed because you live there? Do you know that everywhere you go, you'll be blessed? You'll be a blessing. God will bless those who bless you if you'll learn to live in accord with the Word of God. If you'll learn to walk with Him and talk with Him and abide with Him and live according to His commandments. God has a prescribed way. I might get, I might get all evangelistic for a second. Don't tell me you love God and do whatever you flip and want to. Don't tell me you love God and then you're just going to go and sleep with your boyfriend, girlfriend, going to go fornicate, going to not tithe. I love God. Well, how come I'm not blessed? Because you ain't living for God. Uh, how How come I'm depressed? How come I don't have any victory? Man, you only come to church like once every six weeks. The last time you cracked your Bible was like you can't remember. And the quiet time you never have where is where God wants to show up and meet you, but you're not there. I want the blessing. Do you really want it? Do you really want to change your life? Do you really want to change your life? You really want the blessing of Abraham? Get in the word. Live a lifestyle of repentance. Cut all ties with hell. Get into church. Quit belly aching and murmuring and complaining and start obeying. Obey. I don't want to obey. I know you've had a problem with authority all your life and you came out. You came out, your mama had a problem. But you can get healed. That was me. I had problems right away. I just, I needed healing. Does anybody else need healing? Oh, hallelujah. You want the blessings? I'm going to say, I want the blessings. Well, they're yours. Abraham was made a source of blessings. How to make the blessings of Abraham yours. So we just read all of this. I mean, this incredible list. And we didn't even touch them all. I mean, there's so much more. How do you make them yours? How do you walk in favor? How do you walk in blessing? How do you walk in wholeness? How do you live your life in such a way that when you pray, God answers, God moves. You've got peace at night. You're not tormented. You don't have to run to the old crutch that you used to grab when you were in pain. How do you you live in the blessing? How do you make the blessings of Abraham yours. I'm glad you asked. The first thing is, make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. All right, that's the first one. Make Jesus Lord. Everybody say, make Jesus Lord. That means he rules every area of your life. In other words, you don't have a little dark corner that you get to do your dark corner stuff in, and then you have this rest of your life that you live for God. The, the level of maturity in Christianity that one has is what they'll do when nobody will find out in the dark. Amen. 
What are you doing when nobody's looking? That's a level of maturity and wholeness and healing that you have. Make Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior. Lord means he's the Lord of all. That means you do what he says. It means you surrender your life to him. Many people give their lives to Jesus, but then they got this going on. They got that little party thing. And they kind of get it, and then, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Make Jesus Lord. Everybody say, make Jesus Lord. Yeah, live for him. Talk with him. Walk with him. Cut all ties with hell. Live for God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Listen, there were times in my life where I had to lock myself in a room. No, I'm totally serious. I thought about handcuffing myself to the radiator. I probably should have done that that night, but God spared me. Some of you just don't, just don't know how to settle down and get... It, it's just... It, it, <laughs> you can have the blessings of God, but you have to take them. It's not going to hit you one day. Just all of a sudden, oh, wow, I'm, I'm blessed. How much of you know what I have to do? You have to reach out and take it. Walk in faith. Everybody say walk in faith. Talking about how, we've talked about what the blessings of Abraham are. Now, how do you get the blessings of Abraham? Make Jesus your Lord. Number two, walk in faith. Verse 14 of our main scripture, Galatians. He redeemed us in order that the blessings given to Abram might come upon the Gentiles through Christ Jesus so that by faith confident assurance of what you cannot see you move forward in faith everything you see here is by faith our property we didn't have nickel one to get it and if some of you knew the whole story you'd really be blown away we'll write the book one day that's 16 acres listen we'll have people call and say listen we really need some help can you write us a big fat check we're, we're what <laughs> it's all by faith jack we just walking on we're a little big fat check to write anybody we never had any money to get anything because whenever it comes in we're moving forward in what god told us to do so we're out totally on the water and so when that 16 acres opened up miraculously to give it back to us a property that we owned a decade before i'm, I'm gonna tell you something i felt like i fought ever devil in hell like the lady from georgia cell said I'm fighting every devil from hell. I felt like that, though. That week, as we waited, I'm telling you, I had my gloves on. I was swinging for the fences. I hardly wo- I hardly slept at night. I'd wake up. God would speak to me. I'd pray. I'd pray in tongues. We were contained. It was a whole week where the whole thing could have fallen out and everything just... And I'm thinking, this is impossible. It's, it's you, God. You've got to come through. Lord, come through for us. And against all odds, miraculously, he came through. And it's a total miracle. Come on, you got to move by. What does that mean? That means if you're believing for a house, start looking for one. You say, well, my credit's all jacked. Then cut up your credit cards, make a plan to get credit restored, and move forward. Believe God. Get a job. Work. Time. 
believe God. Love your wife. Love your husband. Shut your mouth. Quit complaining. Get full of the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues. You know, it's amazing when you see somebody desperate. When you see somebody desperate, that's an awesome thing. It's not cute Christianity when you see people that are desperate and hungry. They get a hold of truth and they realize, man, if I throw myself at God and I touch the hem of his garment, he will come through for me and heal me and set me free and give me what I need. God, you will do what you said you would do. Let every man be a liar. I I was talking to somebody that was just absolutely over the top, basically blaspheming. Very dangerous place he was in. The truth is they didn't even believe anything he was saying. Just trying to get attention. Told him to knock it off. And real desperation will cause you to make, you don't mind looking like a fool in the face of your peers when you're really desperate. When you're really desperate, you're, you don't really care what you look like. You don't, I mean, it's not a cute little praise. It's crazy. It's a crazy rush the altar, get on your face, weep and cry, snot running until God comes. I want to tell you, listen, some of you maybe have never been there. Listen to me. No matter what happens in your life, And you get in a place maybe where you don't know how to make it out alive. And you don't know how to make it through another minute. Cry out to God Almighty and He will show up. He will show off. He will release His power. If your heart be true and you cry out to God, He will come and He will answer, call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that thou knowest not. Many of you are stuck in the mud because you stopped crying out or you don't know how to cry out or you cry out to your friend or Facebook or Twitter as opposed to calling out to God Almighty and seeing Him come through for you. God will come through. He'd come through for you. Come on, he's not a man that he should lie. There's no temptation that sees you except that which is common to man. You can make it. Everybody say walk in faith. Now I've taught on this before. Look at the next point there underneath walk in faith. The difference between positional blessings and appropriated blessings. Positional blessings. I've used this illustration, but it works good. My kids, my children, Hannah, Danny, they're growing up. They're blessed. I mean, really. I mean, they're just so blessed. We, we've, we've done our best to bless them, and then God just comes and does more. And it is really overwhelming. I mean, I, I, Danny has this prayer life. So does Hannah, of course. But Danny has this unusual gift of giving. Supernatural giving. I mean, look, he gives supernaturally his birthday checks and stuff he gets. He, he ain't here. I'm bragging on him. He just, he just cashes it and gives the whole thing. He's been doing that for the, forever. And you know what? God answers him and releases stuff to him in miraculous ways. It is amazing. My kids are blessed. And I will tell you why they're blessed. They're blessed because they live in my house. But what's happening, they're ble- how many of you know they're blessed because they're underneath my covering? But what's happening, what's begun to happen, as in Danny choosing to sow, choosing to give, choosing to pray, choosing to obey. He's moving out of the blessing that comes because you're part of the Bracken home. And he's moving into the blessing that comes because he's appropriating it himself. I'm going to tell you that I am absolutely allergic to codependency and arm twisting. I can't stand it. If somebody doesn't want the blessing, they can go take another lap around the mountain. They want to beat themselves in the head with a hammer. They can go ahead and do that. I'm going to pray for them. Amen. That they would one day wake up and realize that ball peen hammer off their forehead is not fun. 
I mean, it's amazing how we stick our finger in the pencil sharpener over and over and over again. And it's actually, we're the ones that are doing it. prayer. We need prayer. My fingers just chewed up. Let's pray. Jesus. And then the next week. Don't stick your finger in the pencil sharpener. Come on, somebody say amen. It's the difference between positional blessings and appropriated blessings. I'm going to tell you, being a part of this house, now I've seen this with contractors, business people, over and over. I've seen people who've gotten committed here, and they start serving here. I've seen, I can't remember, I can't remember one case where it's it's not the case. Everyone, everyone in my remembrance, so the Lord knows. Every one of them blessed. Contractors with more work, they don't even know what to do. Had people that come to join part of the church and start serving, tithing, giving, immediately their business doubles in a year. Come on, John. Amen. God prospers and blesses and favor and healing. Over that, That's because there's a canopy of anointing. It's not because of a man saved the man, Christ Jesus. It's because of him. But there's a blessing, a canopy of favor and anointing that comes because you come to church here. Is, is that true in other churches? I'm sure it is. In all churches, I know that's not true. Not in all. Which one? I don't know. That's, it's his church. Come on, it's his church. We love the body of Christ. But I see here on my watch, as a shepherd here, I see people who tithe, give, serve, all of them bless. And I will tell you, over decades, every one of their families gets saved. Every one of the family members gets saved. Sometimes it takes 20 years. Come on, he's got to deal with hard heads like us, right? I mean, you know. Water, he can, you know, water hold up Peter, easy. Human heart, got a free will. So man can choose to reject him. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. Canaan's land is yours. The promised land is yours, but you must take it. You must take it. You got to fight the good fight. So Paul said, Ephesians 6. John said in Revelation 21, 7, put that up if you would. Revelation 21, 7. It's worth turning to. John on the island of Potmos writing to the churches, those who are victorious will inherit all this. And I'll be their God and they'll be my children. Let me see the new King James, please. And I like this version. And he who overcomes. Well, that ought to tell you that there's something to get over. I mean, right there, first three words. He who overcomes. Newsflash, got something to get over. Something to overcome. He who overcomes. That means there's a fight. He who overcomes. That means there's a battle. He who overcomes. There's a war. Hello. There's a war. There's a war going on, and you need to overcome. You need to learn to conquer. You need to break through. You need to learn to get it. Can you say amen? He who overcomes shall inherit all things. My, my, my. Fight the good of fight of faith. Praying. Everybody say praying. Believe in God's promises and declare them. Believe in God's promises and declare them. You know, we read through some of these. Listen, take this. I don't give you notes for my own good health. You take the notes home. Go preach it to somebody else. (laughs) 
and and get these things down and I've given you a lot of scripture. You write, listen, I was so demented and 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 twisted when I came to Christ. And the truth is you don't have to be demented and twisted. It's just a good idea. Take scripture, write it out on a three by five card and stick it somewhere in your house and memorize it. I, I would take magic marker on yellow pad paper. And if you came into my apartment when I was first got saved and was getting discipled, had a roommate who was on fire, you walk into my little single wall construction house in Maui, Hawaii, you would see scripture from the floor to the ceiling, all the way across the living room, all the way into all the bedrooms, all the bathrooms, everything, anything from purity to blessing to prosperity. Oh, I mean, and there were times where I would just be in battle and those scriptures would come to me as I would be reading his word and I would get a yellow legal pad of paper and I'd write that scripture out and I would tape it or thumbtack it up to my wall. And then I would read it and read it and pray and pray and say, God, you said greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I'm not going to quit. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. This thing ain't going to take me down. I'm going forward. You know, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Listen, you can't have that kind of stuff coming out of you and not have a, have total victory i might not be able to tell you chapter and verse but the word of god dwells within me and i'm telling you that is how you walk in victory learn to declare it learn to proclaim it open up your mouth and speak forth the truth and let let the let the devil's head just be come on just take the enemy's head off You thought you'd enter into a crazy man's house. We like believers used to come visit me. I had people come and visit me, and they and they'd walk in. They'd be like, "Dude," and they would just be mesmerized. To just go from one to the. I'm, I'm talking floor to ceiling. It would go around the couch and the furniture and stuff. But I mean, it was like I was wallpapered with scripture. And sometimes I'd be in a fight where I just wanted to quit. I wanted to quit. It was so impossible. It was so hopeless and I was so brokenhearted that I just didn't know what to do. And sometimes I would just sit there and just pray in tongues and read scripture. And soon I found the greater one rising up in me. Soon I found strength coming from heaven, coursing through my body, the fire of the Holy Spirit. And before I know it, it's all, Araka! Come on, somebody say you got to fight. Believe God's promises and declare them. Take steps of faith. Can you say amen? Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Listen, being the infilling of the Holy Spirit is not just a theology. It's not just a point in theological argument or something. You need the Holy Spirit. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. Someone said, man, I love coming to your church. It's just like, man, I come in and all my hair stands on end. Yeah, it's the Holy Spirit. And the worship, it's different. I know. It's the Holy Spirit. And right now, what is that? It's the Holy Spirit. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody say yes. All right, back to your notes. We don't want to get too wild now. 
the Holy Spirit gives you greater sensitivity to his voice. Minister Mike, can you make heaven come out of that thing when you get a chance? You've got to be sensitive to his voice. And it's interesting in Deuteronomy 28 that for those who didn't heed, heed his voice, they end up with, with the curses. You find that interesting? It's a principle that if, if you heed his voice, then there flows blessings. If you don't heed his voice, well, the Holy Spirit bears his fruit in us. Galatians 5, verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control. Listen, I, I remember having a fit of rage. It's a long time ago. I remember having a fit of rage just wanting to smash everything in my apartment, which I would do before I, before I had Christ. And I think I hauled off and kicked a, I think it was a laundry basket. I was really angry, really hurt, and there was a laundry basket, and I was like, in Jesus' name! You know what I'm talking about. Laundry. Which is better than punching holes in the walls. Amen. Still not good. It's still, uh, it's not good. And I remember standing there, and as I did that, I was like, and it's Galatians 5, 22. I'm telling you, God spoke to me. And that's what'll happen when you get scripture and you, boom, Galatians 5, 22. Galatians 5, 22. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Oops. Oopsie. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Peace. I don't have any of that. What is this? It's not the fruit of the Spirit, son. Oh, it's the flesh. Okay. And if you keep yielding to it, you're going to have a demon of rage. Trying to help you. Some of you know exactly what that is. You black out and you don't even know who you've hurt. And you weren't even drinking. Mm, Yeah. You don't have to be so angry. He can heal you. He can give you peace. He can give you joy. He can give you hope. He can give you patience. You don't, have to, you don't have to pray for patience. I don't pray for patience. Somebody once said, don't ever pray for patience because you pray for patience, you're going to have some stuff that you're going to have to be patient on. Man, I already got that. I already got stuff that I need to be patient about. So when I start feeling that frustration or that lack of patience and anxiety to hurry up and now you just (sighs) it gives me love, joy, peace, patience I got it I got it, I got it I got patience (laughs) Uh, some of you might get that later come on say I got patience the Holy Spirit one of the reasons curses Come on, peoples, it says in Deuteronomy 28, verse 47, I've got to hurry and close. Watch this. This, this to me, is revelation. To me, it is. Maybe you know this already, but to me, this was like, whoa, this is good right here. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47. Put it up on the screen, please. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart. What? 
because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. Go to the next verse. Therefore, I, you shall serve your enemies whom the Lord will send against you in hunger and thirst and nakedness and in need of everything. And he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. Stop. Go back to 47. Because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy. Listen, some of you better start smiling right now. <laughs> You should see what I was just looking at you. You see that? You're like, you're like. Because you didn't serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything, you're going to get cursed and jacked. I think we ought to get happy. See, it really refers back to, leave that up, it really refers back to Romans. I'm going to add it. We talked about it, ingratitude. Some of you murmuring, complaining, you don't have this and you don't have that and you weren't served right. The court made the wrong decision. You know, on and on and on. You shouldn't have got the ticket. You know, this shouldn't have happened. I can't believe it. Injustice again. you ought to look at 1 Corinthians 10, 10 now. Go ahead. Hurry up. Take your time. 1 Corinthians. Go ahead. Throw that up. 1 Corinthians. No, don't throw up, but put it up on the screen. 1 Corinthians 10, 10. Nor complain as some of them did. Oh, we need to go back to verse 9. Let us not tempt Christ as some of them also tempted him and were destroyed by serpents. Verse 10. We, we just we just preached that nor complain of some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer the destroyer everybody say the destroyer the destroyer is none other than Satan the destroyer is none other than Satan his minions his power darkness there is a demonic entity called the destroyer you can read in the book of Isaiah you can look throughout all of scripture there's a demonic entity called the destroyer when you murmur when you complain when you're not happy and joyful about thankful I'm not saying it's instantaneously the second you become a grumbler but if you have a lifestyle of it I'm just gonna I'm gonna tell you start doing a little survey Look at every, how many of you know, don't raise your hand again. Don't not raise your hand. You know a grumbling, murmuring complainer. All they do is like, oh, yeah, I promise you their life's in shambles because that's just a principle. The destroyer will be released on your, some of you like, you need to start smiling and be thankful right now. The Holy Spirit releases his gifts. Can you say amen? His power through us. The Holy Spirit will cause us to live holy, gives honor to God through our lives. So many scriptures, too many for tonight. So many scriptures. Galatians 5, let's read this verse 16. We're almost done. So I say, live by the Spirit and you'll not gratify the desires of your sinful nature. Want to know how to get rid of that, the sinful nature? Start living by the Spirit. 
And that's when the Lord interrupted me when I kicked the laundry and I lost my mind for temporarily and I started going into rage. And he says, Galatians 5.22, uh, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience. Uh-huh. Guess what I did? <sighs> patience, joy. Oh, God, forgive me for getting in the flesh. And it, you move back into the, to the Spirit. Move back into the Spirit. Listen, some of you need to just arrest yourself. You just let yourself just go off. Lose your mind in a fit of rage and anger and unforgiveness and all kinds of stuff. You just need to reach in the Holy Ghost and jack yourself up. Lord, forgive me, God. Yeah, you grab yourself by the Spirit. Mm, yeah. You get anything? You get it? Well, you know you're you know you're getting it when about a month from now you're walking in the spirit. How do we get the, the blessings of Abraham? The blessing of Abraham. You gotta make Jesus your Lord. You gotta walk by faith. And you gotta be filled with the Spirit, man. You gotta be filled with the Spirit. You gotta receive Jesus. Walk by faith. Be filled. Stay filled with the Holy Spirit. Can you say amen? Come on, stand up on your feet all across this place. Lift your hands to the one. Lift your hands to the one who loves you. Lift your hands to the one who saved you. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. And worship. And worship. Come on, worship team. your hands, lift your hands to the Lord your God. He's mighty to save. He's more than able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all you can ask and think. He's the one, he's the one, he's the one, he's the one. Lift your hands and worship him. Lift your hands. is higher than heaven. Your faithfulness reaches to the sky. Your righteousness is like a mighty mountain, oh God. Your judgments are very deep. Oh, you preserve both man and beast. You're more than able. Your arms are not too short. You're able, Lord, to do it. Your right hand even spanning the universe. Oh, you are a sun and shield. You are a strong tower. You are Lord, our righteousness, Jehovah Zidkanu. Lord, you're Jehovah Shama. You're always there. You're an ever-present help in time of trouble. You are Jehovah Nisi. You are the Lord, our God, Jehovah Sabaoth. You are the captain of the host. And Lord, we are your people. And you go before us. And we declare, we proclaim tonight that we belong to you and the blessings of God you have purchased for me have purchased for us and we say yes we receive
receive them tonight. Every curse is broken. Every defilement is cleansed. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come right now. Come right now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, lift your hands to Him. Lift your hands to Him. Lift your hands to the one who made you. Lift your hands to the one who saved you. Lift your hands to the one who's worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. To be praised. To be praised. You are. You are. I'm just going to tell you, run to the altar now. Come right now. Come right here. Meet me right here. You know you need to get right with God. You know you're not as on fire as you used to be. Come right now. Also, also, you're here and you realize tonight that there might be a curse that's operating in your life. You no longer want that. You're going to be set free tonight. Come to the front. Quickly come. Quickly come. Quickly come. Quickly come. Give 
out all across this place, those online. Come on, don't, this is not TV. Come on, pray right out loud. Say, dear Jesus, forgive me of all of my sin and come into my heart, come into my life, be my Lord and Savior. Wash me, cleanse me, and make me new. Thank you that you died on a cross and you rose again from the grave for me. Give me a hunger for your word. A hunger for the things of the Spirit of God. A hunger for fellowship with other believers. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for hearing my prayer. Hallelujah. Lift your hands all across this place. If you've never been filled with the Spirit, God's going to fill you right now. Just, just begin to partner with Him. Listen, there's a time, y'all look at me for a second. There's a time where you study to show yourself approved. A workman rightly dividing the word of truth. Absolutely. Then there's a time where you just have to stop analyzing and thinking and just receive. I like giving the illustration of a sponge, a dry sponge that's dropped in water for the first time. Just, it just drinks in. Some of you need to take a long drink from the river of God. Just let him fill you right now. Listen, you're out in the congregation. If you're, if you're tired and you're, you're weary, he's going to fill you right now. Come on up front. Maybe you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. He's giving you a prayer language. Sounds and syllables will come forth. For those of you who have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit, sounds and syllables will come forth. Your brain can shut it. Stop it. You just out of your belly, out of your koileia, your innermost being. Koileia is the Greek word. Out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. It's not here. But it's absolutely biblical and scriptural, and we could prove it, and we have, and we'll do it again. It's all over all the podcasts, tons of podcasts, why we pray in tongues, baptism of the Holy Spirit. Or you, go, you can go check it out, go read it. We'll preach on it again over and over because you need, I need, we need the power of the Holy Spirit to resist the devil, to resist sin. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to witness. We need to hear his voice. We need the, we need the gifts. And he has that for you. Come on. Lift your hands one more time. Holy Spirit, come. Right now. I want my leaders to come. Leaders, just come. Come right in front. Lay hands on these folks and pray in the Spirit. I don't want any English. Just pray in the Holy Ghost and encourage them. All right? And then move on. I don't want you to go long. Don't go long. Man, I had to answer like 15 altar calls before I began to pray in other tongues. There's no forced thing here that nobody's going to teach you. Okay, say Shonda. No, we're not doing that. Let the Holy Spirit just bring forth those things. It's normal. Normal Christianity. Holy Spirit, come. That's it. Fill. 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 Be filled. Every bondage be broken. Every curse be broken right now. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. To you I belong. 
a number of folks you maybe have never been in this service like this let me help you there's nothing strange that's happening here tonight there's not one strange thing happening here well it, it's not of this world it's different and if there would to be anything that would be not biblical and strange i would stop it it's very simple and so what you see is this all the spirit I don't know, there might be some flesh involved. I'm not worried about it. Because I'll take a healing like Laura Lee got any day of the week. You still healed, right? We contend for the move of the Spirit of God. You say, what about people that are maybe shaking on purpose? That's between them and Jesus. I, I, he's big enough to sort it out. And there are people that will have encounters from God that will change their lives, heal their back and neck, do things in them that, that a regular lukewarm teaching ain't gonna do just saying it we need the power of the Holy Spirit we need the power of the Holy Spirit 
George, I see something in the spirit right now as you've got your hands reached up. It's like the Lord's going to release a new mantle to you. It's right, just right above, and it's on the way. Your prayers, your giving, your alms, that way in which you've been living, there's a new mantle that's coming. It's like I can see it. It's blue. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful mantle that's being bring to you, brought to you by even angels. I have a supernatural open heaven experience now that God is mantling you, putting a new unction of His Spirit upon you for a new season. The old season is over. The new season has begun. And you're going to walk in favor, walk in blessings, and listen and teach others to do so. Bezalel was a great skilled craftsman and he taught those who were willing and I'm going to put a teaching mantle upon you and your wife to instruct a generation on how to walk in the blessing of Abraham says the Lord amen praise God my life is not myself I give myself to you all the men of God my life my life is not my own to you I belong I give myself I give myself to you men and women together sing my life is not my own to you I give myself, I give myself to you. Just the congregation singing, my life is not my Put your hands together for Jesus. Take someone by the hand, let's close. Come on, we'll close tonight. Tell your neighbor you're blessed. Tell him you're blessed. Say, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Say it. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Walk in the blessing of Abraham. Walk in it. It's yours. It's been purchased for you. Father, thank you for what you've done. Bless your people. Cause your face to shine upon them. Lift up your countenance towards us, O God. Be gracious to us. Keep us and give us peace. In Jesus' holy name and all of God's people said, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to King's Chapel, Alaska and Pastor Daniel Bracken. 
Our passion is making disciples of Jesus Christ who fulfill God's life call and help us to be the personal, powerful, and permeating church God's called us to be. Get in touch with us anytime at 907-357-2065, 907-357-2065, or online at kcalaska.com, kcalaska.com. Friend us on Facebook and follow Pastor Daniel's tweets at Alaska Revival.